Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. From Mansur's on the Boulevard, we're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. It can be threatening, if not downright scary, to consider the extent to which apps and artificial intelligence now run our lives. But it's also exciting to think about all the ways that this technology can be used to cure diseases or build sophisticated satellite systems or even do simple things like help us do the laundry or train a new employee on how to do their job. With me today to discuss this is Chris Hilliard, co-founder of Suds Laundry Service, a traditional laundry service with a 21st century twist. Suds has created an app that customers can use to schedule laundry pickup and delivery from their home or dorm or office, along with any special instructions. Suds will launder or dry clean the clothes and return them within 24 hours. Chris and his partners created the company in 2018 while they were still students at Southern University in Baton Rouge looking for a solution to the piles of laundry building up in their dorm rooms. In the years since, he has graduated and grown the startup with help from the Southern University Law Center's Technology and Entrepreneurship Clinic. He is now also a professor at Southern in the business school. Chris grew up in Lafayette and now calls Baton Rouge home. And Chris, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us today on Out to Lunch. Likewise. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Joining me and Chris at the table is David DeQueer, CEO and founder of ICAN Technologies, which provides software tools to help companies effectively train and track the competency of their employees and their contractors, which is no small thing for the industrial and energy companies that ICAN Technologies works with. The company also recently developed an AI technology that can create custom computer-based training programs on absolutely anything in the world instantly. David founded the company in early 2020, weeks before COVID changed everything, in his case for the better. He didn't start out looking to create a tech startup, but had spent most of his years working in the oil and gas industry and realized there was an opportunity to do things better. And David also is a native of Lafayette. So David, great wow. to have you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Let's Thank hear you. it for Southwest Louisiana. So Chris, let's start with you, because sitting in the dorm room with some friends, looking at your dirty t-shirts and workout clothes and socks, what was wrong with the laundry room down the hall? What, what made you think there had to be a better way? Well, for one, um, we actually saw that this idea was being done nationwide, right? So these, okay. this was being done in, in bigger cities um, like New York, Las Vegas, California had them all over, right? But the South was not doing anything like it. Um, so our, our idea was to innovate the, the way you do laundry here in Louisiana. Um, and so we started building the app in 2018. We did a soft launch. Um, in 2019, we officially rolled it out. And kind of like Dave, I, um, we, we, our momentum was building up prior to COVID. And when COVID hit, it kind of flatlined us 
for sure. a while. So we were able to uh, then pivot um, and open up to B2B, right? Because first we just started off with residential customers, young professionals, college students. And then when COVID happened, um, we got a call from the government, said they needed a project done. Uh, we jumped on it. It was supposed to be 30 days. It ended up lasting 10 months. Um, and from that, our commercials branch was, was born. Awesome. So it wasn't so much that doing the laundry was the problem. It was more that you saw an opportunity to create a business. Correct. That is correct. Okay. Well, we'll come back to you in a minute. <laughs> but David, so you're an engineer working for an oil and gas company. And your company moved you into the technology training department? Yep. And you thought it was a, a demotion <laughs> <laughs> or a punishment? Uh, yeah. So they, uh, I was, it was always technical management, oil and gas, you know, shelf deep water assets in the Gulf of Mexico. And then uh, the service company that I was working for, they put me in training and, uh, you know, I kind of thought it was a punishment. And they said, well, no, we just feel if you're there, you're going to figure something out for us. And when I looked at and really started researching it, I found out that training and development for the industrial workforce hasn't changed since you know the 80s and there were so really? many better ways to do that so I started implementing different technologies and in about 10 months I created the largest savings in this company's 80-year history so they see this two and a half million dollar savings every year now into perpetuity and but what I really saw was is that when you started asking the oil and gas companies and service companies what are you doing to make sure that people are qualified and trained to do the jobs that they're doing the answer to that was really nothing. And so then that's when we started implementing more of the competency-based approach to be able to statistically look at people and then really just develop them for a more prosperous future by giving them the technical training they need to do the job that they're hired for as a mechanic, uh, you know, an INE tech, an electrician, a production operator. So. so that's what I wanted to ask you. We're talking about the people that are actually like in the field operating the equipment or does this also extend out to the engineers or the Yeah, so it, it really our focus started in the industrial sector because that's a, a very underserved market. So if you look at traditional like learning and competency management, it's usually designed for like the white collar workforce. There's not a lot out there that's designed specifically for the people that are in the, that are in the field and mm -hmm. that's really where your biggest risks are. So that's where we started. The good news is, is that every customer we've, we have has become bigger customers because very quickly it's easy for them to see that they can scale it out to all of their staff. And, you know, so now our cust every one of our customers, their CEO on down is in the software. So, so interesting. Okay, well, I wanna, I'm going <laughs> to come crazy. back to you too. Chris, um, so, so I, you know, I think about like the Raisin Cane's guys or the Walk-On's guys who were college students pitching ideas for a business and everybody kind of laughed at them. <laughs> Did you and your friends or partners encounter that early on or, or, or did you find a receptive audience? Truthfully, we, we found a pretty receptive audience. I think it was because it was such a new idea to the, to the region, to the state. Um, people kind of enjoyed it. And one thing I found out about people in Louisiana is they want uh, the same type of amenities that are happening in big cities, right? <laughs> um, so, so we learned that fairly quickly. Um, and so, yeah, I would say that we were embraced by the community. Um, and, and I did want to mention something else. You talked about Southern and their, their help uh, to, to the business. I, I can't uh, leave out 
LSU and all the help that they provided as well um, with Innovation Park and mm -hmm. everything else that they provided. We do a bunch of work with them, LSU football team, LSU golf, and um, I'll, it would be a disservice to them if I didn't mention it, So Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll come back then to how, <laughs> to how they became involved in all this. But, w I mean, laundry services were doing pickup and delivery before. So what mm -hmm. was the novel application that y'all introduced was it the app of being able to schedule the delivery and pickup yourself yeah so um it's interesting because our, our like model is is very unique in the sense of because once we came out we did see competitors come out as well um and obviously compete uh with the same type i don't want to say same type of model but something similar um i would say that ours was uh, was very unique from the standpoint of the convenience so i like to explain to people that were kind of like uber for laundry Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so just the convenience of having an app, being able to, quote unquote, do laundry from your couch. Right. Um, it, it was it was just amazing to see people's reaction to that. And then the other concept, the other piece of the model is that just like Uber works with restaurants, Suz works with professional dry cleaners and laundromats. So um, that was the, the, the unique piece of our model as well, because now we're um, giving an untapped customer base to local mom and pop laundromats and dry cleaners. And so, they need that right yes, now, especially yes, because <laughs> people don't dress up anymore. Correct. We know this. They don't they don't use dry cleaning services in particular as correct. much anymore. Right. Correct. That is correct. So great. OK. And so how could you guarantee, for instance, that a. Well, I don't want to mention anybody by name, but if you're partnered with Dry Cleaner X or Y, mm -hmm. how could you guarantee your customers that this dry cleaner will have their clothes ready in 24 hours? I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> that, so that kind of um, that happens when we initiate the relationship. Uh, I am uh, extremely, um, I'm extremely strict when it comes to like our quality. Um, so whatever quality from, from your experience with the app, your experience with the customer service, and of course your cleaning, right? So um, I vet out some of the best dry cleaners, some of the best laundromats here in Baton Rouge. I've not approached owners when I walked in and I've experienced bad customer service or bad service, you know? So um, I'm, I'm extremely uh, good at vetting that. And then it's also just in our terms that we need the, the work done in 24 hours. So. Okay, very yeah. good. David, explain to me how the training, how the training works from, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but initially or up till now, ICANN Technologies has sort of curated existing training platforms and then found the best one sort of for companies. Now you're going to start to help companies create their own using AI. But, but like, why is this so important for a company and, and how much could it cost them? you know, if they don't have well-trained employees? No, that's a great question. So if you look at like Bureau of Labor and Statistics and, you know, the workers index, so that's available jobs open to for qualified people. That number historically is around 2.7. So for every job opening I have, I got around three people to pick from that are qualified for it. That number today is at 0.75 and falling. So if there was mm. ever a good time in history to retain your workforce, develop from within, this is the greatest time in history to be doing that. And every number you look at that, you know, equates to a positive correlation of in, improved, you know, revenue and everything right. else. So that was really what we saw. Now, when we started, basically, instead of us trying to build our own content and saying our content's better than everybody else's in the world, what we did was we developed software to become like an Amazon store. So our customers come on and they have all these vendors from all over the world that they can go and pick from. And 
that worked well for us forever and stuff. But the questions that we kept coming was, hey, we're building, we're buying these huge libraries, and we're not getting to use them that much. Um, the the content's generic; it's not specific to us. How do we do that now? We were working on AI models. It's kind of like the country song. We were doing AI before AI was cool. So right. that was, we were kind of focused on it. And so now what we've been able to roll out is, is in our software, you come in, you type in a topic, and it doesn't matter what it is. It can be anything in the world, but you just type it in, and then you tell it to generate, and, and you can also tell it how long you want it to last and everything, and it automatically will write you a computer-based training script specific to the content that you, or the topic you gave it, you can edit all of that, and then it relates an image model. So now you relate pictures specific to that computer-based training script. Then you, you can put the time limit, and then it does a voiceover, so you can change the voiceover. And so you create a computer-based training specific to your company, literally while you're on your lunch break, and your subject matter expert's doing it. And then right after that, you just tell it to generate for an exam, and it'll write you a 30-question exam, multiple choice with the correct answers, the rationales, the references, so you can make sure that the AI model didn't hallucinate. And then the final piece of that is you tell it to give you a, an evaluation. So like, let's say you want people to know a certain way on how to inspect the fire extinguisher. So you tell it to generate, and it'll generate, you know, let's say 10 demonstrations. It'll generate 10 things that somebody has to go hands-on and inspect, and, th and then it has the qualifications to make sure that they're doing it properly. But it happens instant now. So wow. you can tailor custom training to any topic in the world for any company out there, and they can do it instantly. So one, you can imagine the savings, but two, you can imagine how much get better it gets for the person having to take the training, which is really the most important piece of it. And so did y'all, I mean, you said you were doing AI before AI was cool. Did y'all sort of come up with this from scratch or did you take some existing, play like chat GPT or something, and then build onto that this added, you know, value or, you know, capability where it can provide the training scripts and software? Yeah, so there, I mean, there's a bunch of different AI, you know, th AI tools or AI models that people use and like, you know, regression analysis AI. I mean, that's been out since like the 70s and stuff. And that was a lot of stuff that I was doing early on to be able to make predictions on, you know, a person's competency level based on testing I gave it and stuff. And so the new AI that everybody's, you know, talking about raving about is the large language models. That's where, when we started seeing that really getting coming out, and especially, you know, like uh, ChatGPT in, in March of, of this year, when that was all rolling out, that's where we were able to start tying into those. And so we don't specifically use ChatGPT. There's a few different of those language models that we are able to pipe into. And then that all, in the software, it all comes together where we're able to create the, the computer-based training and stuff for you. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to David DeQueer of ICAN Technologies and Chris Hilliard of Suds Laundry Service. We'll be right back. Support for Out to Lunch Baton Rouge comes from Adeta Corporate Staffing, Basics Swim and Gym, and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie, Camellia Productions Marketing Consulting, Corette Leadership Lab, Communication and Conflict Resolution, Feigley Communications, Full Service Marketing, Gamble PR, HR NOLA, Infinite Health Integrative Medicine Center, Lolo's Youth Yoga and Art Studio, Michelle Weighing and Measurement, Calibration Services and Measurement Equipment since 1947, New Orleans Ice Cream, available in select grocery stores, 
New Orleans Investment Conference, November 1st through 4th. Noki, New Orleans Culinary and Hospitality Institute. Passion Lily, Rev Realtors, The Idea Village, The Scout Guide Baton Rouge, and The Scout Guide New Orleans. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to David DeQueer of ICANN Technologies and Chris Hilliard of Suds Laundry Service. I want to ask both of you, like, who develops your software? Chris, did y'all do it yourselves? Did you farm it out to the computer science guys at school, or did you hire overseas, or uh, a little bit of everything? Or hey, what? That's, a, that's a great question, and all great examples. Um, so I was fortunate enough to, uh, one of my uh, co-founders actually met a uh, friend through a mutual friend that lives in California. He's based out of San Francisco, California. His name is Hayden Monarch. And um, Hayden graduated from the University of Arizona in computer science, um, and so originally we hired him to build the app um, but after really uh, deliberating and considering the fact that neither of us was technical we were like I think it'd be smart if we gave him a piece of the company <laughs> right yeah. so uh, we ended up essentially uh, bringing him on as a partner and he took over all software development operations um, since then we've done two iterations of the app we're actually working on a third iteration of the app since he's graduated from the University of Arizona, he uh, turned down a job at Google and started his own software development firm. He's now grown his company to over 14 developers on his team, um, and they they are absolutely great. <laughs> so they do everything cool. for us. I do not do anything okay. <laughs> when it comes to the tech. Yep. Okay, great. Yep. And David, what about you? Did y'all develop this technology? Yeah, so we're, we have in-house, so if I, I'm not very usually not the, the luckiest of uh, people but one thing that I extremely lucked out was is meeting our CTO which is uh, Robert Clower so Robert's uh, undergrad master's computer science probably 30 years of experience and so and just extremely technical and really knows the ins and out of all the different syntax and you know software and how to pl- put up, plug it all together so Meeting him, uh, you know, I, I plucked him away from an oil and gas service company, and he came on board because he thought what we were doing is a lot cooler than what he was doing. And um, so he manages all of the technical aspects of that. Like I can, I give him, you know, I don't, I, what I tell everybody is I give him my good ideas, and then he turns them into great ideas. So he's been the one that manages that and the team that, that does our in-house development. Can I say something really Please quick? Please do. Um, so I spoke with Dr. Nash Mohammed from LSU. We sat down one day, and he told me um, that every great uh, tech company has three H's. He said there's the hamster, right, the person working. There's the hustler. <laughs> and there's the hacker, right? And so yeah. when you really think about it, I'm definitely not the hacker. I don't think there is either, right? But we may be hamsters and hustlers. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's true. That's yep. a good way to think about it. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good way to think about it. So so back to the dry cleaning business, um, mm-hmm. because, like I said, it is, you know, it is, it is struggling. But right. you are able to partner with, say, all of the existing or several of the existing companies, say, here in Baton Rouge and yep. maybe beyond. And then do you have, like, a... A fleet of trucks or vans or how's that that the logistics aspect of the company growing so that's great and that's a great question so one great thing about our model is that we can easily scale right um, all we have to do is find uh, laundry and dry cleaning partners in other places right and so that's how we were able to scale to West Baton Rouge we're planning to scale to Central, uh, Central Paris before the end of the year so um, 
to your point, we do find these uh, dry cleaners. Again, we look for that high quality. We look for good business deals and, of course, good prices because we got to get wholesale prices, right? So we look for good prices as well. And um, I didn't mention this um, to you, but I recently acquired ownership in a laundromat. So ah, now separate and apart from such. So now uh, we work with uh, my laundromat as well, Mr. Bubbles, <laughs> here in Baton Rouge. So, um, yeah, I mean. Like so that's convenient. And then and then do you contract with drivers who do the who do the pickup and delivery or do you employ drivers and have trucks? Great yourself. question. So we had, it's, it's two parts to our model, right? So originally when we were doing straight B2C, it was just like that Uber model, right? To where we get independent contractors, drivers, drive their own vehicles, that sort of thing. Well, now with the commercial side, we also have full-time drivers. We have two vans that do fleets, right? So anytime we do contractual work, uh, you know, big loads, event planning, uh, garments and linens and that sort of thing, we always go, you know, fleets. That's what Fantastic. Yep. So let me ask both of you, because you're both rapidly growing and, and doing a lot of cool stuff. How is the fundraising going? Where's your capital coming from? Yeah, so we've been raising for um, a few months now. It's been really good. So one, we were a finalist for the Idea Village. So In New Orleans. Uh, yeah, so when we, we qualified as uh, for the Idea Pitch, and so we were one of the top three. So there is funding coming from that. And how much... How much does that bring? That's a 175,000. Okay. As long as we raise two times that, and so right now we have around 600,000 soft circled from all of our, uh, you know, the people that we've met with. Yeah. Uh, and the good news is, is that not only has it come from, um, you know, VCs, but it's a really good feeling when you have friends and family that want to, you know, invest, sure. you know, in it and be a part of it. So nice. And and what about you, Chris? So that's a great question. So right now we've um, been uh, competing in accelerator programs. So um, we've done one last fall with Nexus Louisiana. We didn't win the pitch there, but this past uh, spring we did one with Nexus 2.0 and we won a $10,000 cash prize. I'm also in a, in a national accelerator program put on by Pharrell Williams called a Black Ambition Prize, um, where semifinalists, should we uh, make it to the finalist round, we'll go and do a pitch for up to $500,000. Um, one thing that we're kind of, where we are with fundraising is we, we aren't seeking out um, money right now. Okay. And there's a, there's a, very, a, a big reason for that is one, because um, as far as our internal structure, we want to make sure that we have everything online in line. And the second piece is we, at this point, we kind of want smart money. We realize that like where we are, we've grown our business, we have a proven product. Um, and the, the thing that'll take us to the next level is not just an investor, but an investor that can actually put in something. You know what I mean? Uh, more sure. than more than just money. So that's kind of where we are. How, you say we've grown, how, how big is your business? Um, I mean, how many customers use your app? or how many downloads have you had or your market penetration locally? I mean, downloads, we've had over 50,000 downloads. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I would say that our customer base consistently, we probably service about 100 residential customers a month um, and commercial clientele at least 25 to, I'd say, about 50 a month. So we're doing, we're doing pretty good. We're doing good. Yeah, we're doing yeah. pretty good. And, and David, your customers, have, are they mostly all along southwest Louisiana? Are they out in the... No, no, so we're... Uh, are we're, you everywhere? Yeah, we're all over the, the country. So, and again, we've, we're about two years in business so far. So we've grown 100% year over year. 
So we've got right now around 10 customers. So that equates to about 7,000 uh, users on the platform that get on every day. And we're hosted on you know, Microsoft Azure, so you access us anywhere, anytime in the world. So. And I would imagine that, I mean, even though you spun out of the oil and gas industry, especially now with the AI app, you'll be able to really provide this service to any kind of business. Yeah, so we're actually right now working with a couple of uh, physicians and stuff to be able to go into healthcare. And like the other day, I was running it on um, how to perform an emergency ultrasound on an enlarged pancreas. And I don't know where the pancreas is in my body, but <laughs> it generated the entire training. And the physician that was looking at it was like, you know, it was kind of, they could see all the medical journals it was coming from and thought it was, you know, they were, it was pretty spot on. So Yeah, so really like the sky's the limit with yeah. what you can do with yeah, that no, technology. It's, it's industry agnostic. Well, David DeQueer and Chris Hilliard, it's so refreshing to meet entrepreneurs in South Louisiana that are taking cutting edge technology and applying it to some everyday problems, whether in a specific business niche or in an area as simple as doing the laundry. It's been delightful visiting with you both. Thanks so much for making time to share your stories today with me on Out to Lunch. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Chris Hilliard of Suds Laundry Service and David DeQueer of ICAN Technologies. We edited this show to fit into our time slot here at WRKF. You can find out more about Suds Laundry and ICAN Technologies and hear our unedited conversation on the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Today's photos were taken by Brian Pavlich. You can find more of Brian's photos at pavlichphotography.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered by J.T. O'Neill. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, and our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you around the table at Mansour's again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily, 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at mitchellforeman.com. If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, to learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com.